Media Day is here. Blazers met the media and the season is officially underway. Let's talk about all the things we learned. Welcome to Lockdown Blazers. You are Locked On Trailblazers, your daily Portland Trailblazers podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What up, world? It's your past first point guard and Trailblazers reporter, Mike Richmond. You are listening to another episode of Locked On Blazers, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, available wherever you get podcasts. In today's show, I'm going to talk about what we learned from Trailblazers Media Day. It is the official start of the season. Training camp kicks off tomorrow, but the Blazers met for the, with the media and did their internal media stuff all day long on Monday morning. Well, mostly Monday morning and into a little bit of Monday afternoon. So what I want to do here is talk about what we learned. Uh, you know, anything, the news and notes that you need to know coming out of media day. So let's start with the big the big thing. And the big thing is just the word of the day. It's accountability. Uh, that was the absolute buzzword. It was the word that Neil Olshay used. It was the word that Chauncey Billups used. It was the word that CJ McCollum alluded to and Yusuf Nurkic. And you you get the idea. Damian Lillard threw it in there as well. Like this is this is the number. This is like this is the buzzword. This is the calendar word of the day. Uh the way when the Blazers woke up this morning, uh September 27th. This is what the this is what the calendar said. It said accountability. And and this was always going to like we have we, the royal we, I've used this word here, like talking about what what is sort of the big deal for the Blazers um this season is is Chauncey Billups holding folks accountable. Uh it's and it's everybody. It's it's from the end of the bench with you know Greg Brown and and CJ Ellaby and Trenton Watford too, and most importantly, Damian Lillard. And it's I think the question here and the question we're kind of um, dealing with coming out of media day is like, what does accountability look like? And I think Chauncey Billups gave us a picture of what accountability looks like. And up front, like I thought Chauncey Billups was really good. Uh, unfortunately, the way the Blazers chose to handle the uh, his introductory press conference back when he was first hired it didn't give Chauncey Billups a chance to sort of be himself, not of his own fault. That was a just an organizational misstep, an organizational faceplant. Chauncey uh, Chauncey was was ready to be himself, and they wouldn't let him be it. But without sort of rehashing that mistake, uh, I, I thought Chauncey in his first sort of like basketball shop talking session with the media in a public setting was really good. Uh, he, he's even keel. He stays at his sort of at just right at his level. He wants to be at. And, and uh, um, you know, he keeps his pace about him. He's a real point guard, even, even when dealing with the media. And I, I quite frankly, I thought he was, uh, I thought he came off really impressive. Um, that was my, sort of my initial instincts. Um, you know, maybe the more time I spend interviewing him, I'll sour on him a little bit the way you do with anyone in this in the media world that you spend a lot of time with. But uh, just watching, I wasn't at media day because it happens during the day and my life and job did not allow me to attend. But the things that happen at night, I'll, I'll, I'm going to attend a bunch of games this year and bring you inside the locker room, et cetera, et cetera. Um, I, I'm, I, I'm excited to have more conversations with Chauncey just based on this uh based on this introductory press conference alone or based on this media day press conference alone rather. And where one of the big things is that he gave shape to the idea of what accountability is. And I think like 
the the thing that really stands out, and I think the thing you're probably going to read about um, as of recording, I haven't seen this on any headlines, but I know it's coming because I know how the game works. Was the phrase "put an address on it"? Put and it's it's just it was a phrase that Chauncey Billups used in in describe what accountability looks like and what holding people accountable looks like. And I loved it. I love the idea of that phrase because it's exactly this sort of type of thing that maybe didn't exist in under the previous regime. Was that when people screw up and particularly people who are all stars and the highest paid players on the team, is that you say in film session you don't say we need to get better at this. You say Damian Lillard. Damon Lillard, you need to get better at this. This is bad defense. You need to get better. Or you need to you need to make this extra pass here because you're two, you're two passes away from an easy bucket and you took a you took a tough one. Put an address on it. I love that. I love that from Billups. I really, really did. I thought um if and we'll talk about this more later. Like if the rest of Media Day was kind of blah, like, eh, okay, great. They talked a little bit. Uh, you know, Larry Nance seems cool. Uh <laughs> CJ McCollum was interested in his wine. Uh, like, you know, the sort of like minor little headline stuff and like good to be backs type of stuff. Like this was the moment was, was uh, uh, Chauncey Billups saying, put an address on it. And um, I know that this has been a complaint of uh, former Blazers who've been through the organization in the past is that they felt like they were not held to the same standard or they were held to a different standard than Damon CJ and particularly Dame. And while that is part and parcel of coaching in the league, like it's a stars driven league. You got to keep the stars happy. This is, this is why you make the hire of Chauncey Billups is because accountability has a face and it has an address. And it says, that's you dog. That's you are the one who screwed up. We're not talking about the trailblazers or someone with Portland on their chest. We're talking about you. You blew it. I'm calling you out for blowing it. And I think uh, if, if nothing else that has to be that, you know, that's got to be what you want to hear as a fan. Like, this is why, this is why you, this is why Chauncey was hired because, uh, he has the voice, he has the gravitas, he has, uh, the experience to back all of it up that he can, he can go into a film room. He can come into a practice. He can come into the huddle and he can yell at whoever he needs to yell at. And that doesn't just have to be Dame. Like the, the key to the Blazers success is not like the coach yelling at Damian Lord. I don't mean to suggest that. I just mean to, that like Chauncey needs to be able to hold Nurk accountable the same way he holds, uh, Rocco accountable the same way he holds anyone on, on the roster accountable. And it has to go all the way to the top. Like the, the elevator cannot stop at the ninth floor. You've got to go all the way up to the penthouse and you've got to yell at the people who live in the penthouse when it's time, uh, when it's time to, to correct them, when it's time to call them out. Um, accountability was, it was just so clearly the thing that they have discussed uh, behind closed doors and in practices. And, and it's just so clearly the number one thing that's on everybody's mind. Uh, it's, it was, it was, it was a buzzword from, from for sure, Neil who spoke first and, and, uh, Chauncey Phillips who spoke second, but the players echoed it and, and they were out doing player stuff, uh, you know, filming between quarter promos and things like that. Like they're not listening to the, um, to the press conference and, it, and, uh, like accountability is the, Accountability is the appeal of Chauncey Billups. And then he gave it, he gave this phrase, put an address on it, that just, it just perfectly encapsulates the appeal. So, well, I think in general, Media Day was kind of like, eh. <laughs> uh, but I, I think this was the big theme, was, was how to, how folks are going to be held accountable, how a new coach is going to do that. And I think, you know, whatever, three hours into it, <laughs> 
very, very early on in this new season, I think you got to be happy with what it looks and sounds like. Uh, all of, you know, this is, this is like so early on in the process, right? Like when the games happen and when things go wrong and when like the address, when you're putting an address on it and the accountability um, is tested when, when things are, aren't peachy, then, then we'll have a better sense. But in terms of just like face value, first impressions type of things. Like this was, this is what you wanted to hear from Billups. I was impressed with Billups. Um, if you want to hear the interview uh, for, for legal reasons, I can't play. Uh, I can't play the interview here um, because we're on YouTube. Now you also make sure you're subscribing to the YouTube channel, search locked on blazers uh, and subscribe. It really will help the show. Please do it. But uh, it's not my audio. So, uh, um, when it is my audio, I'll be sure to play it here. But for now, uh, I'm just, I'll encourage you to go find it. It's on the Blazers YouTube channel. Uh, it's on various local television stations, uh, have it here in Portland. So um, if you want to find it, I encourage you to, because Billups was really impressive, but there was more to media day than just, uh, buzzwords and Chauncey Billups giving a pretty good interview. There was the, the Damian Lillard for the first time all summer, for the first time since the season ended, sounding excited about being a Portland Trailblazer again. And that's what I want to talk about in the second segment. That's back in a way that it hadn't been back in the past. So what that's what we'll do in the second segment is talk about Dame, who's happy to be all in with this team. But before we get there, let's talk a little bit about Rock Auto. Y'all know Rock Auto, it's a family business that's been serving auto part customers online for over 20 years. They specialize in helping do-it-yourselfers. So instead of going through the sort of pointless and sometimes intimidating uh, trek to the local chain auto parts store and saying, do you have this specific part for my specific make and model? They inevitably don't. Or if they do, it's going to cost you an arm and a leg. So save time, save money. Go to rockauto.com, explore their easy-to-use website, and find the solution to your auto part needs. That's rockauto.com. See all the parts available for your car or truck. And while you're there, make sure you write Locked On in their How Did You Hear About Us box. That way they know we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. rockauto.com. All right. Let's keep it rolling here in our discussion of Trailblazers Media Day. To, to me, like I'm, I'm rolling through these headlines in kind of um, the way that I saw their importance, accountability up top. That was the buzzword of the day. And I thought Billups in uh, his first truly public session with the media made you feel good about a word we knew we were going to discuss. We knew we knew accountability was going to be up there. And Billups, Billups made me, from, from my point of view, feel pretty good about it, quite frankly. So... But that wasn't the only thing, that was the only reason sort of to feel good about what happened at Media Day. The other thing was, and, and I'm going to quote Neil Olshay here, uh, for whatever, for what it's worth, usually in this space, I would talk a lot about what Neil said. Like, uh, he doesn't talk to the media very much. Um, he's probably like, quite frankly, Neil probably won't talk to the media again all year long. Neil will respond to emails and text messages and maybe like go on Adrian Wojnarowski's podcast. But in terms of like sitting in front of the local media and answering questions and in, in, in like a formal setting, he's, this is it. So usually in media day, I like try to spend a lot of time kind of dissecting what Neil Olshay says, because you just, it's just so rare that you get to hear from him. And while I, I think that remains important, like I don't, I don't want to 
there was there was stuff to parse from Neil, and we'll we'll certainly consider it as we move forward to the rest of the week and all that. He was mostly on brand. Like he he didn't say any he didn't say anything wild. He said this team is like as deep as it's been since he's had Dame around. And while that's probably just like Neil hyperbole, it's not like outrageous enough that we're really going to spend a lot of time on it. But what he did say talking about Damian Lillard's happiness, which has been a theme in this podcast all, all summer long, if you've been listening to it. And if you haven't been listening to it, welcome. Really happy to have you. Like I said, avail now available on YouTube as well as wherever you get podcasts. But uh, Damian's happiness like, has been in question since the moment the playoffs ended and he was clearly upset. And whether he was upset to the point of being like, peace out on or to the point of upset, like, like a way that you're mad at a situation going well at work was like up for debate for me i think he was for the first time in his career was upset to the point where he was considering if he wanted to be here but it seems pretty clear that he wants to be here and as neil said dame is either a two foot in, two feet in or two feet out type of guy and i thought that was really um i thought it was a pretty good sort of encapsulation of what's a description of what dame is like he is if he's in, he is all in. And as uh, as a friend of mine mentioned today, he's either he's he was either going to ask for a trade or rejoin the Blazers and believe they could win the championship because that's that's the kind of guy he is. So now we're back on the championship train with Dame because that's who he is. But to me, that was a really big takeaway from Dame was that he seemed I, I don't know like he he seemed hyped up to be back excited you know smiling and ready to be back he was realistic about the blazers situation that he believes they can get better on defense but he knows that he said that before and that uh they have a chance that they got better like and he talked very openly about like what he wanted and what his frustration was was that he wanted like the blazers to improve the roster but that he also realizes that making that big splash trade isn't super easy like it takes two to tango and he recognized that it's that there was well, if the Blazers were open to it and after it and all of these things and wanted to wanted to make a trade, um, they he didn't say this, but the subtext is like they only have so much they can give away and the other teams might not be interested in those things. Like even if we're not talking about the big name out there, Ben Simmons, just like any other big trade is going to involve the other team has to has to be buying what you're selling. And I think Dame was realistic in saying, Maybe the Blazers like didn't have exactly that, or maybe the opportunities to make those big trades weren't there. And then he said, like, I think Larry Nance makes us better. I recognize that we maybe didn't make the big one, but Larry Nance makes us better. And I think that is as realistic a take on the Blazers summer as anyone has had and leave it to Dame who always seems to be sort of level-headed and clear-eyed um, except when he's always talking about the Blazers getting Larry O'Brien trophies bless him for that uh, that's uh that is the type of confidence you need to be who he is but uh this this podcaster does not have to display that level of confidence I guess necessarily but like he was he was realistic but he was positive about being back and firm about being back. And this is the two feet in. This is like when 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 Dame was very clearly frustrated playing for Team USA in July and just like and saying, I haven't decided what my future is. He there was no indecision here. This was I'm back and I'm ready to go. He's two feet in. I don't I think he was two feet out in July. And I think the way things progressed over the summer, he got two feet in and Dame's ready to go. And to me, that's this was like not a surprise and not like a not a a shocker like oh Dame's happy with the organization now if he was here 
he was going to be happy as uh as my friend noted like he was it wasn't gonna be it wasn't gonna be any other way like if he's on the team he's going to be a big believer in in what they're doing because that's the kind of guy he is that's like he's he's a little corny but he's authentically himself at all times and i think that was um to me that was sort of the theme of dame's uh of dame's presser of Dame speaking with the media was that he's he's in he's in and he's in and he's ready to go and while he understands the limitations he also understands like of or the challenges I should say ahead of him he also understands that like the team is better Cody Zeller can help um, you know Anthony Simons should improve a year full of norm and like figuring out how to fit how to use norm should help uh, Larry Nance Jr. is like is a was a good acquisition that should help uh, they've got like he recognizes they got better and he also recognizes that there are are challenges to make a step forward on defense which is the absolutely biggest thing for the Blazers to improve and that and, and a lot of that improvement is going to start with him being a better basketball player or a better defender he's a very good basketball player he's like he's a bad defensive player and he's one of the 10 best players in the league if he was an average defensive player he, he would be incredible like um he would he would really it would be a massive step forward to go from like really bad to just like kind of good or like okay um and maintain the level of incredible offense or that that he provides that that incredible firepower that he provides like and i i think dame's i think dame's realistic um tone that like a, a tone of a mature just a mature man a, an adult right like a, a person who got married this summer and and won a gold medal competing on the highest stage and did all of that while navigating maybe more trauma or not trauma rather drama with his team that he plays for than he ever had in the past like this is a this is someone who understands the business understands his craft and and kind of knows where he is and is comfortable where he is in the world and to me that that dame right like that that dame uh was here was was the the comfortable confident and realistic dame was here in a way um that he's ready to go and he's all in. Not a surprise that he's all in, but you got that sense. You got that positivity. You got that. That was the vibe from Dame. And I thought that was, um, if nothing else, it was noteworthy in a in a session, in a, in, a, in a media day that wasn't noteworthy. And that's kind of what I want to talk about to close the show. Around the league, because every team in the league had media day today. There's a lot of noteworthy drama. The Blazers were a little bit of, a little bit boring at their media day that's good news <laughs> i think it's good to be boring let's talk about how no news is good news in the third segment to close out the show but first let's talk about sleeper the developers at sleeper the designers at sleeper the good folks there in 2018 they were playing fantasy basketball and they realized it was broken because whatever team had players playing the most games that week, they were going to win. It was just about the grind. Get the most games on the schedule, you'll win. So here's what they did. Two years later in 2020, they developed a brand new way of playing fantasy basketball called Game Pick. And it's only available on the Sleeper app. The days of losing because your opponent's players simply had more scheduled games to play in that week are over. The days of mindless busy work are over. And the days of giving up halfway through the season because of that busy work are also over. In game picks, you pick one game per week for each player based on player matchups, home versus away, opponent's defensive rating, pace of play, and more. All of that adds up to more strategy and less busy work. That's what you want. So whether you prefer redraft, keeper, or dynasty, game picks has you covered. Sleeper has cracked that fantasy basketball code. So here's what you do. 
Go download the Sleeper app and start a league with your friends today because you won't be disappointed. Today's show is also brought to you by betonline.ag. It's the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. And guess what? It's a great time to get in on all that sports action because football season is upon us. And BetOnline is the number one spot for pro and college football action this season. They've got an updated website and an updated interface where you'll still find all the odds, props, and contests you could possibly want because BetOnline.ag is the number one source for everything football. So head on over to that website. That's BetOnline.ag. You can do it on your computer or your mobile device. Sign up today and you will receive a 100% welcome bonus. That's right. Dollar for dollar on your initial deposit. Just use the promo code NFL100 when you're signing up and they'll match you dollar for dollar. Let's bet online. Your online sportsbook experts. Still a pass for a point guard. Still Mike Richmond. And you're still listening to Locked on Blazers. We talked about accountability and what it looks like and putting an address on it. We talked about Damian Lillard, who is two feet in after flirting with being two feet out all summer. But now to close the show, I want to talk about the lack of news. That's good. (laughs) There wasn't a lot of news here. And that is, there are other places around the league where there is too much news on media day. In Philly, where they got to talk about Ben Simmons not being there. In Minnesota, where they got to talk about firing a GM and leaving Carl Anthony Towns into a yet another season of instability. Or in places like Washington and San Francisco and many other locations around the league, where you got to talk about players not being vaccinated. There are anti-vax stances in Orlando with Jonathan Isaac or Brooklyn with Kyrie Irving getting next questioning people. And then the, the news of the day becomes about COVID and vaccine statuses and doing your own research and what and and it, it's not even political. It's just like it, it's just this sort of cultural fight we're in. It's not basketball, though. And the Blazers didn't have that. In fact, according to Neil Olshay, and uh, this is just a true thing he said, but Neil Olshay says that the the all of the players in the team are vaccinated, all of the uh, basketball staff are vaccinated. So, like the traveling party, uh, NBA teams travel like a forty-person private jet pri- pirate ship. Um, it's kind of a wild way to fly around the country and play basketball games, but all of those people in the traveling party are vaccinated. Uh, the rules such for the Blazers is that basically employees had to be. It was the players were going to be the ones who, who weren't right. Like it's, it's basically not optional for people who aren't on the act, who play actual basketball. And according to the old Shea, the players are so like done. We don't need to, we don't need to talk about it in the way that like, um, if we all, if we all got the jab, we could probably stop talking about it, but, uh, it's like, that was it. And there's no, that's it. And that's all. That was one sentence from Neil. Cool. Thumbs up. Keep it rolling. And there was no, there was no like holdout or player trade or demands or things like that. Because like I said, in the second segment, Dame's all in, he's back. He's ready to go. There's no question about his loyalty or what he's back. Like he's, he's, he's ready to do this with this group. That's good news. And there just isn't, there isn't much drama. Like in July, when the, the, coaching search and the coaching hire and all these things, there was a drama. Blazers were messy. They kept screwing it up. Like 
every chance they got, they were doing poorly. It seemed like they were almost committed to it, right? It was just like doing a bad job in public. So much so that like they just didn't introduce any of the players that they signed. Uh, when they added Zeller and, and Macklemore and Tony Snell and when they traded for Larry Nance, other teams around the league introduced free agents, right? They had free agent press conferences. They played so many public press conferences and <laughs> screw this, we'll just do it at media day. Whatever, fine, great. Because by the time you get to media day, that has kind of died down. And like having things be boring is great news. <laughs> like, like that's good news for the Portland Trailblazers. Like a no news day or a limited news day is is exactly what you want coming out of media day. In the past, like prior to my time, I started on the Blazers beat in the 2014-15 season. Uh, LaMarcus Aldridge is last year in Portland. Uh, so that was like on my, I was, you know, day to day following the team. And and by that point, like media day, my first media day, like social media existed. You knew what the dudes were doing all summer. Uh, it maybe wasn't as crazy ubiquitous as it is now, but you had, you had like a pretty good sense of what folks were doing each all summer long. You didn't need media day to like check in. You'd been, you'd been watching them on Twitter and Instagram or whatever. And that has sort of like, as, as me, as, like the league has become more year round and all these things. Like you don't need the check-in media day is not a check-in media day is to ask questions about like vaccines and trade requests and who's getting fired. Like that's, that's, it's, it's like a, it's a space where you can have your first moment to address the big topic and the Blazers for, for better or for way better didn't have a big topic. Like when as soon as it was clear that Damon Lord's happy in this space, happy back, happy to be back, there was nothing to there was there was nothing to parse. You didn't you don't like media day isn't is no longer the like hey what have you been doing for the last three months because we don't have access to you. It's it's just it's like grown beyond that. It was at one point that sort of predates me, but it isn't that now. So now it's like a headline grabbing like moment. It's like a it is like a a practice for professional journalists to go out there and try to snatch as many headlines as they can. And like, I could snatch some headlines, but they're mostly good. And that's, this is what you want to hear. Every, look, everyone's positive this time of year. Everyone thinks they're a playoff team. Everyone thinks they got better. Everyone wants to play faster and play better defense and blah, 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 blah. blah. But the Blazers, like, even if you just like knock out the cliches, right? Like if you ignore the defense stuff and you ignore the like, um, you know, Ball movements is like going to be, you know, and, and passing the ball and stuff is going to be like uh, the big sort of like the, the big thing we monitor over the, next, the first couple of weeks of the season, right? Is like how much better is the defense and how much better is the Blazers ball moving after they're one of the worst passing teams in the league for the past couple of seasons. But like, even if you just ignore that, uh, the big buzzword stuff like the cliches there, there wasn't like another sort of headline you can grab. Like I'll grab some headlines. Larry Nance Jr. was cool. Like he was cool. His meeting with the media. It's like this. I like this dude. Fans are going to like this dude. Uh, again, I wasn't there. I was watching it on, uh, on, on a stream and I can encourage you to, to go find it and watch it too. Cause Larry Nance Jr. is compelling, right? Like, uh, Yusuf Nurkic reiterated how excited he is to play for Chauncey Billups. Uh, CJ McCollum kind of, uh, <laughs> talked in vague terms about, uh, vaccine status as the head of uh, NBA Players Association. He talked about his his vineyard. He talked about you know knowing what he can accomplish. Like he he just he he gave a a very professional but pretty boring interview. I mean this was the, the Blazers and I I say boring as a compliment. Like I really I really really do. Like we can go search out we can go search out and figure out 
headlines to grab. And that's what uh, the sort of content machine will do over the next couple of days, what we learn from, from media day. But I think like the biggest thing for me and, 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 or a big key for me here is that there was really no news and no news is good news. This time of year, you don't want news. The games are coming. There's going to be plenty of news. There's going to be plenty of headlines, plenty of stuff that happens, plenty of things to follow. You don't want to come out of media day with like, whew, I don't know what's wrong with Kyrie Irving. (laughs) What are we going to do with Andrew Wiggins? Or like poor Carl Anthony Towns. Or why is Brad Beal like this? That's like, that's happening in other markets here. Dame seems happy. Larry Nant seems cool. Nurk seems rejuvenated. I like Chauncey Billups. He seems like he seems like he's going to be a good interview. Like it's is it is good to be boring. So congrats on the Blazers for a media day that left me kind of like mm, okay, what am I going to talk about on my daily podcast? But good for them because if I had ammo to talk about that, we would have spent the last half hour, you know. taking them down a peg instead we're just saying like this is a good space to be and the training camp officially kicks off on tuesday september 28th they're gonna have two practices a day they're gonna ramp up and they're gonna play games next week and we can talk about basketball what a blessing that kicks ass i love basketball my favorite part of this whole stuff is basketball my favorite part of basketball is the playing of the game and we're so lucky that we get to just we get to spend the rest of the week talking about that because in other markets they don't. So good on the Blazers for being boring. Uh, like I said, if you haven't seen this, uh, Blazers they're they are very good. They're one of the best teams in the league at putting stuff on their YouTube channel. So uh, pop on over and check out the videos. Uh, I, I don't think you'll be disappointed. For, like me, I thought everyone did. Everyone was pr- was pretty good. As for me. I'm also on YouTube. The YouTube channel launched this week, Locked on Blazers. Go to, If you were listening to this and you were not subscribed, this is in your ears. You're listening to it wherever you already get podcasts where we've been for, uh, I've been doing this for about three years now. Go to youtube.com, search for Locked on Blazers and subscribe to the channel. It's the, it's the biggest thing you can do to help me right now. I want to grow this. I want this, like we're going to be, the podcast is going to change. Like we're still going to live. We're still going to be an audio platform, but now we're a video platform too. And so go subscribe to the show. It helps other people find it. It helps the show grow. It helps me help your boy, as I've been saying. So yeah, I would, I would super duper appreciate that. Or just tell your friends about this. If you've already subscribed, you already listened to it, the podcast, you already subscribed on YouTube, tell your friends, tell them they can find it wherever they get podcasts and on YouTube, just search Locked On Blazers. We will be there waiting for them. All right. Uh, to end of the week, uh, on it is this show's coming out on Tuesday. So on Tuesday evening, I'm going to record a mailbag show. It'll be coming out on Wednesday, but it'll be a special delivery mailbag this week. Uh, we, we do listeners submitted questions or mailbag with listeners submitted questions every single week. Uh, this week we had to bump it back a day. It's typically recorded on Monday nights, known as Mailbag Monday. But if you want to get involved in that, send me a tweet at Mike G Rich on Twitter. Or email the show, LockedOnBlazersPod at gmail.com. I would love to have you get involved. We got uh, more player previews coming later this week. Uh, We have been previewing every player in the roster, and we're going to do that heading into the opening night of the season. Those are going to close out the week. Uh, Should be a lot of fun. Appreciate you listening, and I'll talk to you soon.